Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here and with me today to chat about his upcoming 100th game in the Host Plus Sandful League is Nord Premiership defender Declan Hamilton. Declan, welcome and uh, congratulations. No, thank you, thanks for having us Zach. Um, yeah, no, can't wait for, for this weekend and um, yeah, really, really um, looking forward to it. Massive game it is. Uh, we'll chat about that a little bit later, but uh, against Sturt at Wigan Oval. So uh, obviously we know those two old uh, Eastern foes love to go toe-to-toe and uh, always a good contest in round 11. But um, let's wind the clock right back before we get to that point and um, talk about where all of uh, your football pursuits began. And I guess that was at the Paraka Footy Club. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I sort of split my my junior days between there and, and the Gazer Footy Club, but sort of played at Paraka from about under 12s, under 13s onwards. And, um, yeah, still to this day, I actually still play cricket out there in the summer with a lot of the boys that I played my junior footy with. So, okay. um, yeah, it's a place that I still have, like, a, a good connection with and yep. a place I get back to um, more time in the, more so in the summertime, um, but definitely the odd odd Saturday winter I find myself back there um, supporting sure. the boys and was it, uh, you touched on Gazer as well there I suppose uh, the draw there would have been um, to play um, uh, at uh, Uncle Darren's old footy club yeah it was it was sort of the, we always lived out north but I guess um, my both my uncles obviously played there and um, my grandmother was a life member there and um, so I sort of played from under sixes through to about under 12s there and then um, yeah. we actually probably kind of weren't going to have a team and I was going to maybe take the year off before you just to, just to play soccer and a few of the boys I went to um, school with from Paraka sort of convinced me to come out and play but um, mm. yeah I love, also love my time at Gazer and yeah. I, I guess I should probably still spend a few odd Saturday there watching the boys play there as well which is which yeah. is nice oh, nice to have ties to a couple of clubs that's good and um, touched on but obviously we mentioned him and Andrew then but uh, Andrew and Darren Jarman are your uncles what sort of an impact have they had on your career yeah I think just I guess growing up they give you a bit of a, a starting reference and um, an enjoyment of watching I remember sort of catching the back end of Uncle Darren's career mm. um, at the Crows was probably some of my early memories of, of yep. me, but like going over to Melbourne to watch him play um, okay. and then I guess growing up we um, yeah just having those conversations and those chats and um, the stories that they tell are, are probably some of the fondest things that <laughs> you receive um, from them um, obviously difficult I've always I never really played it sort of I never played it North and Yes, yeah. um, Andrew coached a bit, and, and Darren had been been coming through the programs as well. So that was, I guess, a lot of the football time was spent there. But um, still, to this day, don't mind um, the Christmas chats and, and the birthday <laughs> chats with Uncle Darren and Ben. Now, as we've gotten a bit older, yeah, they certainly love a good yarn too. So it wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I bet there's yeah, plenty to talk about. Very exciting, and um, yeah, always um, always a good chat. It is. You touched on it there. You didn't ever play at North Adelaide, so you were zoned to Port Adelaide. Is that right? Yeah, zoned to Port Adelaide um, through through where we grew up in Parafield Gardens, and mm-hmm. I guess I made my way out there. In that, not until really the under fifteen development squads, I sort of played a bit of soccer growing up, and that took a bit of, I guess, priority growing up. And yep. it wasn't until under fifteen that I made my world way to the Magpies, and okay. yeah, fifteens carnivals and sixteens and eighteens, and, and, and progressed through to play. Reserves footy in 2013, 
Yep. 14. 14. I played my, yep. reserves. 14, I played yep. my reserves year. And, um, yeah, it's, I really enjoyed my time there. I, I guess we'll sort of probably touch on Nord in a minute, but to be able to play for such a big big club and a big powerhouse club mm. um, as a junior was something that uh, I still am very grateful for to have the opportunity to play in Albert, which I still love getting back to play in Albert. And it's yeah. behind probably the parade. It's probably my second favourite over to play okay. um, in the state just because of, I guess, the size um, yep. and the fact that I grew up playing a lot of footy there. So mm-hmm. um, no, I'm very um, honoured and, um, yeah, loved my junior time um, at the Magpies. And then uh, drafted to the Western Bulldogs uh, over there in Melbourne for three years. Tell us about that experience for you. Yeah, it definitely was an experience. It was probably one that I, on re- upon reflection, probably only in the years post coming back to Adelaide, realising that um, some time in life probably just wasn't ready for the whole experience at that young age. Okay. Um, but thoroughly enjoyed it and took so many like great life lessons that you learn that have held me in such good stead later in my life whether that be with football or with work or with life mm-hmm. um, but I have nothing but positive things to say about the footy club like I loved my time there even though I did have those challenges um, and found the moments you know difficult being away from home and, yeah. and being a young player in the system um, but yeah I, I look at what I was able to gain out of it more so than maybe the opportunities that I might have missed out on Mm-hmm. And we should make mention as well, before you left, you uh, played in the 2014 AFL Under-18 National Championship winning side with the South Australian boys. That would have been a great memory that you would no doubt uh, hold dear today. Yeah, it is. I think, you know, our state spirit was probably the one thing in that year that, that got us over. We obviously, looking back, we've still got a few boys who are doing a great job at the high level, but a lot of the blokes that I played with that side have, I guess, have become real stalwarts of our comp. Yeah, they have. Um, Ramsey and, and Joshy Hone and Billy Stretch and um, these sort of blokes who, Sammy Durden before he come back. Yeah. Um, these are sort of Henry Carey. Like a lot of these blokes that I played, a lot of that footy with have sort of become stalwarts mm. of our comp. And um, we probably weren't as talented as maybe the Dick State year. I think Dick had something like seven or eight in the top ten. Like they, yeah. the Petrarchas and the Olivers and the Brayshaws and all these blokes rolling around. Um, they were pretty good. Um, so yeah, for us to be able to, to win that under eighteen championship was um, was a huge huge achievement for for the group of boys that were able to do it. Yeah, it was a tremendous memory. I remember being over there myself, and you're right, the camaraderie of that group that particular year was just huge, and was sort of like the old fashioned South Aussie chip on the shoulder, but uh, got the job done. Yeah, hundred percent was it. It was there was there was no big egos. There was no real superstars. I think. Thirds would have been our first bloke drafted in, in yeah. the late teens, and um, mm. I think just knowing that we had a team full of blokes who were willing to, you know, go out there and actually play a little bit for each other, which is, which isn't always that um, common for under 18s especially at mm. that level. Like a lot of boys, obviously, trying to get noticed for good reason, but I think yeah. the way that we were able to bring ourselves together and and play a little bit for the jumper and just enjoy playing with each other um, mm. took us a long way in a lot of those games, and yeah, real fun memories that um, you're talking about. So after the three years at the Western Bulldogs, came back to Adelaide um, and you were obviously faced with a difficult decision of where to play because of, uh, Port Adelaide didn't really exist in the uh, previous format as to when you left it and uh, yeah, I guess um, you didn't have a home per se in inverted commas, but why did you end up at Nord? Yeah, well, I, yeah I was, 
yeah, sometimes. Unfortunately, I guess it was a um, decision that, yeah, a lot of it was taken out of my control with not being able to go back to port um, with the alignment. Um, mm. I guess I just, yeah, thought about maybe where I might best fit, but also where inevitably there'd be team success. Obviously, Norwood's a huge club, pretty similar to Port, and I guess I felt that a club like Norwood most years would be in contention, and um, I guess they were coming off maybe a couple of lean years post the three-peat, mm. um, but they still had quite a few of the core elements of that side still there, and um, I remember sitting down with Mark Ross and Joe Cotton at the time and just talking about my football and, and the way the club was going, and um, funny enough, it was... Uh, between them and them and North, North Adelaide were probably the two that I narrowed it down to in the end. Yeah, and, right. Um, I guess after the 2018 season, it was maybe maybe a little bit of what if, but um, six years later now, um, I couldn't be more vindicated with my decision yeah. to, to, to choose the parade as where I wanted to play my footy. And yep. um, it's definitely been the best um, six years of my footy journey, mm. um, in particular probably the last three or four since... Um, since probably Twig's taken on, but probably since just maturing that little bit yep. extra um, and just, yeah, realising the, um, the joy that I've got for the game and for the footy club's been something that I've been um, really happy with. Indeed. Um, you touched on North Adelaide, obviously vying for your services there. No doubt they were playing the, the uh, family card there with the Jarman brothers. Uh, that must have been tough to sort of resist, I guess, that lure. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like I, it was definitely something that come into, I guess, consideration was the fact that I guess my mother had probably spent a lot of time at, at the North LA Footy Club as well growing up. And um, yeah, I guess I probably tried to take away a little bit of the narrative behind it and, mm. and maybe also a little bit of me subconsciously at the time thinking, wanting to maybe have a, like a fresh, not a fresh start, but to try and take that away. Like, yeah, um, yeah. and sort of forging something. For my, myself, I guess I know that maybe mm. it might have been easy if I was to, to play at North Adelaide that that would often continue to be brought, brought mm-hmm. up and mentioned. Whereas um, I guess I still get it at Norwood. I guess Uncle Andrew played um, some footy at Norwood and yep. won a premiership at Norwood. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just something was telling me that Norwood was the place that I wanted to play. And um, yeah. Yeah. Here we are, six years later. Yeah, that's right. And it's, it is something that you do see because uh, I know the one that springs to mind as well fairly recently, Bryce Gibbs heading to South Adelaide rather than um, head back to Glenelg where his dad was a dual premiership player. So, uh, yeah, it certainly can be a factor and uh, players like to make a name for themselves at a different club, which is fair enough. Um, yeah, as you touched on before, rough end to 2018 after looking good to, to win the flag, but then um, some redemption last year with that incredible premiership. Um, tell us about uh, your feelings of journeying through those, I guess, four years or so and then getting to where you did at the end of last year with particularly Matty Nunn and uh, Matty Panos, who were the, the two other guys that played in 2018 with you. Yeah, I guess if going back all the way to 2018, it was... At the time, and probably still to a degree, it does feel like the the, um, the one that you, you just couldn't lose. Somehow, we were we were clearly the best side all year, and we put together that patch of thirteen in a row where um, we were pretty untouchable, and it sort of felt like we'd win every game. And mm. to lose at the end of twenty eighteen was obviously yeah heartbreaking. And um, as a young player, probably didn't you know handle that as well as you probably could have for the next year or two. But mm. um, I guess it was. 
the way last year ended up and I guess the full circle moment of getting the chooks again and um, it's probably a word that I spoke in my head a lot um, the word redemption but probably something I didn't really talk a lot about to a lot of people and um, mm. I guess the feeling of post a siren um, when when Nos kicks the winner and, and then the journey that I've shared with Nani um, over the last six years of knowing him and becoming really close mates with him um, was something that yeah it was an unbelievable feeling I remember embracing Nani um, after the game and just bawling my eyes out with pure elation and we were just mm-hmm. talking about how we've done it and um, we'd, we'd come full circle and mm. um, yeah it did definitely did feel like we got that little bit of redemption but it, but at the same time it was also a completely different journey and it was a journey with a different group of boys and yeah, um, yeah incredibly proud of the group of boys that we had last year and a lot of them who we still have for, for what we were able to achieve um, I guess in the final series last year you touched on the last three years in particular being um, really enjoyable for you and I guess maturing and, and getting a sense of, I guess, um, the enjoyment of playing at this level in the Host Plus Sample League, particularly under Premiership coach Jade Rawlings. Can you just elaborate on that, Declan, and just sort of let us know what how you've arrived at that feeling and, and how it evolved? Yeah, I think probably telling myself post the delisting that like I was okay with it was probably masking um, a lot of those feelings and I guess over time um, I guess things start to build up and um, I remember particularly not being a great teammate in 2018 and 2019 particularly and um, it probably wasn't until the 2020 year with COVID where the season was short and I I did my ankle and missed about seven or eight um, and just not playing the game week in and week out. Like, I've been mm. very lucky to be relatively healthy my whole career. Yep. It was the, probably the one time of my career where I missed a significant part of the season. And um, I remember I was just finishing up my uni placement and I was working and I was working. I wasn't playing footy and it was like, like, I just missed this. And um, it was a bit of a, you know, sliding doors moment and um, really um, told myself that I wanted to, you know, enjoy my footy more and, and make a change and appreciate it and maybe not take it not as seriously and still train mm. hard enough but mm. I guess mm. mentally see it a different way than that it's not the be on end in life and yeah. um, I guess that sort of reflection um, uh, connected with the arrival of Twig uh, at the sort of the start of the 2021 season that 2020 pre-season just had a huge mindset probably how I attacked my footy and yeah. probably made a bit of a adjustment in what I was known for and probably tried to, you know, play a little bit tougher and value a little um, some other things in my game and I think they've really helped me probably have the best part of my career, definitely the last couple of years. Um, yeah, so I guess it's just one of those moments where maybe a little light bulb went off in my head and mm. um, yeah, the last, I guess, 50 games of my career have definitely been the most enjoyable 50 that I've ever played. Yeah, okay. Uh, why don't you think you're a good, you, like this was your quote, a good teammate in the first couple of years? Oh, I think I just was a bit young and <laughs> a bit young and naive. Like, I remember playing with Greg and Mackenzie and Giorgio and Fuller and um, just thinking that maybe I was a 21, 22 year old that knew it all and had all the answers and mm. um, thinking like who are these blokes and, but then you like you reflect and you learn and um, I guess those relationships um, are ones that you look back and think maybe what if I had of you know just just maybe listen to me I remember my, th- I remember my third game I 
was having to go at Gritty, and Gritty was a two-time victory medalist, or he was, the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just yeah. little things like that, that I was probably just a bit young and naive to, mm. to what, I guess, the footy club was as well, and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess I was just playing there, but I guess since um, probably the last three or four, just, yeah, having a bit of a different outlook on it, and, yeah. Um, I guess if you, I reckon, I know if you ask my teammates, especially some that crossed over, that they would have seen a huge shift in um, myself over those last sort of three or four years as well. Now, full credit to you for the um, wonderful self-reflection and I guess uh, adjusting your mindset because it's certainly paying dividends in terms of the footy that you're playing. And I guess as well, I'm interested to know about your role because um, forgive me if I'm incorrect, but uh, when you did come back home you were probably more sort of your opportunist half forward pushing up through to a wing whereas I guess um, we've come to know that you've been really successful in that sort of last three years or so under twig just being using that dash and run and creativity off half back more so um, where did that all shift? Yeah I guess I, I played a lot of my early sort of junior footy and put Adelaide stuff as a back and um, sort of moved up the ground towards my, my draft year and I guess at the Time at, time at the Western Bulldogs in my first sort of two or three I sort of played as a half forward winger you know very much outside um, get on the end of some good ball movement from, from my teammates and those sort of things and um, I started that role when Twig first come on board and it was about halfway through Twig's first year we had a chat about maybe just looking at use some of my strengths down back and mm. uh, yeah I was definitely it was the best move for my career I think um going back there a new challenge as well and um funny or not I actually <laughs> found a real loving for playing down there and, and a loving for defending and um I was lucky I was probably a bit older and playing with a group of younger boys um like uh, Hurdy and Bawley and mm-hmm. um a few of these younger defenders who were in the infancy of their careers and I guess just going back there and you know working alongside them and seeing their growth and um, I learned so much and um, yeah it's something that I've, I've really enjoyed playing down back and um, I guess I've sort of especially this year become a bit of a, a bit of a utility and um, mm-hmm. I've sort of played wing back I played a bit of half forward the last couple of weeks as well yeah. um, sort of magnet gets thrown around a bit which is I guess another thing that I'm really proud of is that no matter where um, Twig sees my name needs to be on the whiteboard um, that I'm able to go there now and, and play my role and do a job for the, for the side and along with that enjoyment, uh, particularly in the last uh, few years under Twig, um, you've been, I guess, uh, developed a reputation for um, being a bit of a larrikin and enjoying yourself at training, which I've sort of seen firsthand when I've been out to pre-season training to watch the Red Legs. But um, in your first year back, 2018, winding the clock back, uh, we had the fast footy exhibition and... Um, you, I think you might have won the the award for the best goal celebration, which all the players were encouraged to do. Um, do you remember that at all, and and what I, your celebration was? I do remember it, and unfortunately, <laughs> the the part that stings the most is that I didn't win the oh. I didn't win the competition, and I made myself look like a bit of a fool. I remember, um, yeah, it was actually the first time I put on a new jumper, and probably to lose a bit of the na- naivety that I would have had as a young fella. But I remember. Um, yeah, Jared Cotton just telling us about probably 15 minutes before the game. Oh, by the way, there's a goal celebration prize for the best goal celebration. And so my head doesn't even think about playing the games. It's just thinking about what if I kick <laughs> one? And, um, 
I reckon, I think I'd kicked a couple. I think it might have been my second or my third and got one out the back from Joe Bilby and, um, yeah, kicked it. And uh, me and my old man watched plenty of NRL growing up. And, oh, yeah? Um, a bit, bit of Piggy Riddell was sort of um, someone who we watched a bit and dad's a big paraman. Para so mm-hmm. I remember him doing it. So, yeah, jumped the fence and gave myself a clap and um, <laughs> copped plenty, <laughs> plenty of flack about it. Um, and I guess looking back now, it's um, something that... I laugh about that maybe in the time I, um, yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things, yeah, I look yeah. back and, yeah, pretty funny. No, it was indeed, and uh, I've managed to dig it up on our YouTube channel, so for the listeners uh, listening to this, uh it's accompanying the article on the Sanford website, so have a look at that and have a laugh and check it out. Um, outside of footy, Declan, uh, what do you do with yourself? Um, I'm a, actually a primary school teacher, so um, I've been teaching now. This is probably my third year, so um, yeah, started studying back up again when I moved back home, and um, yeah, I guess the last couple of years um, I've really enjoyed it. Um, this year I'm, I'm teaching at a school called Keller Road. I've been here the whole time at Keller Road Primary School, which is just a little school out north and mm-hmm. north in Parry Hills, and um, I mix my time between um, three days of, of taking junior PE and then uh, we have a disability unit on site. So um, I get to work up there for two days um, with our upper primary students up there, which is mm-hmm. which is super rewarding um, for me and um, something that I, I love. And, um, yeah, I'm really lucky to say that I, I love where I work. So Yeah, yeah. very good. Uh, and you love where you play your footy and uh, that will be this weekend. At the Wigan Oval against uh, Arch Enemy Sturt on Saturday, so you couldn't ask for a better stage, I guess, for your hundredth game. No, no, not at all. I think obviously at the start of the year, you see the fixture and, and see where it potentially might be, and um, if it's not going to be at home, it's probably the next place to be. Place to be the best. Uh, um, we always know that they'll get a good crowd, and, and our fans will, will travel down to Wigan Oval as well. And yeah, um, yeah I can't wait. I feel like we've got our game back in order the last couple of weeks, and. Um, coming off the bye, we'll, we'll look to train work really well this week and go down there with a plan and a mindset um, to, to get another, hopefully another win. And, and we've spoken a bit about what, what the season can be and that anything's, be, anything's possible at the moment. And um, a few few wins in a row have got us sort of our mojo back and, yeah, looking forward to hopefully continuing that this weekend. And you could very well, I know it's still a long way to go, but the, the beauty about this season being so even, you're only two games out of the five, unbelievably. Yeah, I know. It's something that... I remember once we beat Port and sort of the results um, sort of this last weekend went our way. Um, yeah, we're two games out, which is, which is yeah, incredible considering um, the 0-8 and eight start. So, um, yeah, with eight games to go, anything is possible. We know that, you know, if we can put a run together and, and win some games of footy, that we can maybe potentially put ourselves back up in, into that top five. And, um, yeah, sometimes you just got to make it to, to be, a, be a chance, obviously. So, yeah, can't wait for this weekend. Beautiful, Declan. Thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio. We do appreciate that and wishing you all the best for your 100th Host Plus Sample League game this Saturday against Sturt at Wigan Oval. No, thanks, Zach. Thanks for having me.